Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to my show. How y'all doing? I am so excited about today's show. We're going deep. We're going to be talking about all things sexual. Yep, you heard me right. And guess what? I have a special guest on the line with me tonight that I'm going to be introducing to you guys. And then you're going to hear a lot of him uh, coming up. If you um, follow our show, Basketball Wise LA, you probably already know who I'm speaking about. It's a great great friend of mine, uh, my road dog. He's um, an amazing uh, fashion director, designer, creator, creative director. The title goes on and on. So I'm going to leave that up to you guys getting to know him better as we go on um, in future shows. But tonight we're talking about everything intimate. You know, if you're finding yourself you know, missing that, you know, nobody's really having those deep conversations anymore. Everybody's into texting these quick one line, you know, comments or what you got going on tonight. And it's that it's no more picking up the phone or going to the pay phone and calling and staying on the phone for hours, even in the rain. And like, I'm from Seattle, it could be snowing outside. And if you was calling somebody you was interested in, it didn't matter. You was putting on a coat, some shoes, a hat, and you was going to be at that phone booth. And whoever came up and wanted to try to use the phone would have to wait, especially if you was in a deep conversation. And I'm going to bring Dion in right now because I want to get your thoughts on that. Dion, you with me? Yes. What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, Jay? <laughs> hey, oh see, I'm God. here. <laughs> I know you get what I'm saying. I mean, you from Chicago. You from the shy. And, like, did you guys used to do that? Did you used to go and call, like, Listen, people you was interested let in? Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, I would be on the phone, okay? Everybody remember mm-hmm. how phone lines. I used to have the yeah. phone line tied up because those cold <laughs> nights in Chicago, let me tell you, honey, you need somebody to really cuddle with and just have that deep conversation. And, you know, it keeps yeah. you warm. It keeps the spice. And, you know, it's definitely something I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, unfamiliar with, you know? And you know what else? It's like with the with texting and stuff, that's cool because you can get your message across real quick. You can be like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm on the freeway. I can't talk now. And that's great mm-hmm. for that aspect. But that true conversation, you know, the intimacy that two people share when they're able to talk, when you're able to vibe somebody, when you're able to hear their voice, it's just different, yes. isn't it? It's a different vibe and, you know, when you're able to just, you know, mm-hmm. feel each other, you know, go off each other's that's play right. of words. You know, being able to understand what each other wants, you know. Sometimes it's better to tell a person how to do a certain thing than to just expect it to happen, you know. And I feel like that's a lot of things that's happening, you know, wrong in relationships is that you don't have a conversation. You know, tell me this You don't have a conversation and you're not a mind reader. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. And that's why I wrote the book, Dion, you know what I'm saying? And listeners out there, I'm not going to take too many calls right now just because I want to make sure we got time to cover everything that we want to cover today. But I definitely will, you know, um, include you in. The phone number to call in is 914-803-4186. Again, that's 914 914- 
803-403-4186 and join the conversation. Or you can sit back, grab your wine, put your feet up. You know how we do it over here. And just listen. You know, I'm here to not only stimulate your mind but entertain you at the same time. And, you know, like I was saying, I wrote the book, um, Sexual Relations, A His and Hers Guide to Finding Greater Intimacy. And um, I really wanted to invite a lot of friends and um, celebrity people that I know to share their thoughts because, you know, a lot of people find it hard to talk about sex or, you know, being intimate. And intimacy isn't just about sex. You know what I'm saying, Dion? I always tell people, you know, because we travel the country doing yeah, books, of different things, and I'm, and I'm always telling people that same thing, and you get it because we've conversated about it. It ain't all about sex all the time. Intimacy is conversation. You know, intimacy is, you know, being able to share, you know, your thoughts, your dreams, your goals. That's intimate. That is eternal yeah. You know, yeah. to talk to somebody about that or the basic things like, oh, well, I want to get down with you and that kind of thing. It's it's a lot yeah, better that's to stimulate somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah you got to stimulate the person's mind from the beginning. You cannot right. expect a person right. to just fall deep in love with you without having that powerful mm-hmm. conversation in the beginning. You know, that conversation can be as simple as, oh, wow, you look beautiful today. That starts the stimulation from the beginning, from the moment you wake up, from the moment you turn over and you look at that person and that person whisper, you know, sweet things in your ears. Those are the the, the aphrodisiacs that people need to start taking taking into their relationships and into their personal lives. And you will definitely see a change. You'll definitely see something that is different within you guys when you're connected on that level. And that's the truth right there, and that's what it's all about. It's about connecting. That connection that you experience with somebody else because you have that true intimacy between the two of you. And I say, you know, my explanation, and you see when I'm talking to crowds or just one-on-one with individuals, I tell them Mm -hmm. conversation, that's the key right there. That's the intimate connection right there is the conversation, word of mouth, what comes out of your mouth, what it it goes, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, a, a window into the soul. And you could really understand somebody by just listening. You know, I think that's sexy as hell is to be able to talk to somebody and they actually are listening to hear me and not listening to mm-hmm. respond to me. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of different things. And I tell everybody, go out and get my book. I'm not just saying it just for them to go out and purchase the book. I mean, if you know a friend that already got the book, but read theirs, borrow theirs. But you got to get into this book. It's off the chain. I want to read um, – a quick little excerpt from one of the young ladies that um, sent it. Well, I'll read one from a gentleman. Um, his name is Harvey Walden. He's an um, actor and former U.S. Marine. He done um, 14 years or 12 years, something like that, of Celebrity Fit Club on VH1. Um, if you know who he is, you, you kind of will understand what I'm talking about. He's a fitness and health expert. We'll talk more about Harvey later in the show um, when we talk about lifestyle. But he is one that is, you know, very serious all the time. And people are like, oh, my goodness, he's, you know, he's a dictator. He's always telling people how to, you know, drop down and give me 50 and all of that kind of stuff. But at the same time, for him to contribute to the book and share what he shared, it's really eye-opening. And there's a lot of different people that contributed. Get the book. You're going to be blown away. But he says um, 
Do you really think you know how to please a woman? How about making her mouth water when she thinks of you or hears the sound of your voice? There again, Dion, it jumps back over to what you were saying. The sound of somebody's exactly. voice is a lot more of an aphrodisiac, a lot more of a turn-on than texting me, what's up, we getting down tonight type of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not me, personally. Because you, exactly, no, you know right? What I'm My husband, <laughs> but you know what I mean, a person. And so then it says, you know, how about having her enticed with a feeling that makes her mind so ecstatic that chills run through her body as she's tingling with desire in such a state that she needs to feel your warm touch, the warm touch of your hands along her body. As men, we have such egos and pride bestowed upon us by nature that we often neglect the wonderful and lovely pleasure of pleasing the woman we care about so much and so deeply and passionately. I can honestly and humbly say that once you experience that moment in your life with someone so special, once you're able to intimately share the sweet essence of passion and pure love, you will want to stand in New York Times Square, or I cannot pronounce this, Trafalgar, because, you know, Square in London, and tell the world. Yes. That kind of love is so powerful that it should downright be a crime punishable by the judicial system as well as the Uniform Code of Military Justice or War oh. Tribune. Okay? The feeling Come is totally amazing. And I'm like, what? Like, just, you know, kind of just hearing from different people. Um, there's a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't be unfair and read just the guys. I have to read the ladies. And I will get it. Um, she contributed in the book, and let me see. You might know her. Well, British, British was on our show. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, it's a, okay. This is not for the faint at heart. So I hope only adults are listening right now. This part of the show <laughs> is rated R a little bit. Um, hers is making. This is the title of hers. Making bake for it. British was all wise L.A. Um, reality star, and she's the CEO of Level Labels. Um, she's with Lorenzo Gordon, a professional basketball player. She said, the best love is the one where you get to be in love with your best friend. My fiancé definitely means the world to me, and we believe in keeping things spicy as, as spicy as possible. Excuse me. Always remember, ladies, what you did to get him. So keep it up to keep him. Then she says, try, and, <laughs> try having sex in a place that are in places that are spontaneous and unexpected. Try it in the car or on the beach. The risk of getting caught can make the sex very exciting. Don't be afraid to send te sexy text messages throughout the day as well about the things you want to do to him when you get home. If you haven't, if you're, it says right here, if you aren't shy, send an explicit picture. Now, that's a little bit deep for me, Dion. I, yeah, I, I don't know about that. It's 2018, <laughs> you know, you the sending pictures, pictures out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pass on that yeah. one. You know, That's people right. be putting stuff out now. You got to be real careful. You can't just be sending your goodies <laughs> across the net. No. I mean. No, mm, you mm. cannot. Nuh -uh. And then she said, I do things like this a lot just to let him know I'm thinking of him. We both are very sexual human beings, so we find the smallest things a turn on. Love and crazy sex make a relationship perfect. We have had so many great sexual experiences, but I think the craziest was on our vacation to Anatolia, Turkey. Now, I might have pronounced that word wrong, oh. but that's how it's spelled. Um, the first time we went to Turkey was on our spring vacation. The weather was beautiful, perfect for a good sexual escapade. We stayed at Hillside Sioux, one of the prettiest resorts in Anatea. 
The hotel is completely white from the floors to the linens. I thought that was beautiful. And it says, at night, they turn on, that's gorgeous. At night, they turn on the lights that illuminate the whole hotel, the color red. The first night we were there, it really turned me on that the whole hotel became a red light district. All I could think about was having sex with Lorenzo. Our gorgeous room was set up with a large bed inside and a beautiful shower. The best part of the room was the balcony, which had a cozy bed outside. Okay, feel me? At the hotel, we walked on the beach. Once we got back to our room, I took a shower. When I came out, he was completely naked and waiting for me. I'm not going to read the rest of it. You have to read the book to hear what she says, but she goes deep. Basically, what I'm showing you is intimacy comes in all different forms and formats, and you definitely want to have that conversation. You want to be open to your mate. You want to get to a place in your relationship that you can talk about anything and nothing is embarrassing, nothing's off limits, nothing's off the table because that's the only way you're going to really be sexually and mentally and physically and emotionally fulfilled is by being able to explain to them what it is that you want. And if they can't handle that, then you guys got to find a happy medium. You got to find some common ground and you got to figure out what can you do so both of you are, you know, ultimately happy because what happens is when there's a person that's not, Fulfilled in every aspect mm-hmm. of intimacy. That's emotional, mental, mm-hmm. sexual, mm-hmm. all of those. They tend to venture out and look for it elsewhere outside of the relationship. And that's where you And I'm going to tell you something. I can't. I can't. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I got to do everything in my power mm-hmm. to keep my man or my mate. <laughs> I have to make sure because. Look, it's that's too right. many tricks. That's to, right. There's too many things out there for us not to, yes. you know, research yes. and figure out how to make your man or your woman very, very happy in, in, in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where, right. you know, you cannot go easy. You know, you have to go hard mm-hmm. at this. If you want to, you know, achieve a certain level of intimacy, it takes it takes time. Yeah. You know, everyone is, you know, the, the initial thing is you have love for each other. So that's there, you know, that's but right. it's going to take right. a lot more than love to get you to your point, to your next peak, you know, and so yes, it's those right. conversations, it's those, ooh, no, don't do that like that, do it like this, oh, no, that's too fast, oh. go a little slow, you know, those are things that you have to tell your, your, your mate, you know, like, you have to let them know, this is my spot now, you know, come over here, come to this spot, this is where <laughs> I want you to do it at, because it makes a difference, and, and you both will be in a trance, and it takes you to the next level for, for both of you guys, you know? Well, you know what? I totally agree. And I would say something else to a lot of people. They say, um, you know, level up. Uh, you know, every every level in your life uh, or every um, change in your life, you know, requires a different level and all of this. It's the same thing with relationships. It's the same thing with intimacy. Um, You definitely want to make sure that you're keeping it fresh, that you are making time for each other, even if you're tired. That's why I said it ain't always about sex. Intimacy could be cuddling up, watching a movie, and having a great conversation about the other person's day. Sometimes we go through things. We could be in a happy relationship. We could be thrilled with our situation. We could have money in the bank. We could have everything going our way and still Something's off that day. You're just not feeling yourself. You, you, something got you down. Yeah. And to have that person, whether it's your boyfriend, your best friend, your soulmate, uh, it's a lady and it's a guy friend, a guy and it's a girlfriend, whatever it is, 
you want to be able to share that with that person or somebody that gives you, that feeds you the energy you need. And sometimes it, it could be a word. It could be a conversation. Mm-hmm. It could be a hug. Mm-hmm. It could sometimes be nothing at all. It could be that silence that you need just to snap you back into being yourself and getting past that. That's why intimacy is so important in every aspect of your life, and that's what we're talking about today. It's not just about the sex part or with the relationship. Some people are like, well, I'm single. Intimacy ain't for me. Yes, it is. With these people you're dating, you want to have an intimate dinner by being able to get to know them. That's intimacy. You want to talk to them about Mm -hmm. their job, their hopes, their dreams, their plans, their past, their present, who's in their life, who's their family, do they have kids? All of that is intimate. All of these things are important. I have a 20-plus-year marriage. I would love to call it successful, but you know how I am, Deanna Perry. But I will say a long-term relationship for the reason that the intimacy between Doug and I is very important to both of us. And it's funny because we learned it early on in our relationship, and we kind of taught it to each other, and it has been amazing for us. Like, And I tell people all the time, I get calls and emails, and I used to mentor women, and I still do when I have a chance, and they all want to know what's the secret. And, you know, when you've been together so long, you're probably bored, or you won't get bored if you are interested in not only that person, but also what makes that relationship whole, what makes that relationship Mm. thrive, what's the fire. And I will be honest, sometimes you run into situations where you're both working and you're busy and you don't feel like you have that connection. All you got to do there again, intimacy with the conversation. You have that conversation with your mate. Maybe they in the kitchen cooking, and you walk up and put your arms around their waist and make sure you did. And that's a form of disarming the person. You don't want to walk up and start acting like you're confronting somebody because that will turn them off quick and quick, and they don't want to have no conversation. Mm-hmm. You walk up, mm-hmm. and you give them a gesture that lets them know, look, I, I love you, I care about you, or whatever. I'm feeling you, and I want to make sure that you understand that this is not – I'm not coming in – defense or an argumentative state of mind, I'm coming in, I, I want to see what's up with you. I'm, I'm feeling like our, you know, connection is a little off. What's up? And usually that person's going to be very receptive and they're going to let you know they might be feeling the same thing. And then that night y'all can fix it. Or they may tell you, no, I think we're just busy and, you know, let's do this this weekend. It's easy to fix. But if you let it just sit there and simmer, you brush it under the rug, you don't take care of it, you don't handle it, it starts mm-hmm. to deteriorate mm-hmm. your relationship. And that doesn't matter if that's, you know, a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, you know, whoever it is. It, it could be your best friend. If you're not communicating with your best friend, your relationship will suffer. I want intimacy right. not only with my husband, but I want intimacy with my best friend as well, whoever she is. That's if right. Tamika, if it's Patricia, if it's Shelly, whoever these, you know, these are all friends of mine that I grew up with, like from Seattle. And, you know what I'm saying, here we are. And I, I need to know that I can talk to you. And it ain't the same kind of intimacy. It ain't, well, I'm feeling you, but it's the other kind. Like, Girl, you get me. Girl, you know things about me. Girl, exactly. I know things about you. Exactly. We, can, we can connect on this level because we get it. You're not going to judge me. I'm not going to judge you, you know, type of thing. So, you know, and the same with, with female-male relationships and vice versa, you know. And I, I just think intimacy is very important. It's very, very important. I could speak on, you know, I've been in my relationship for four years, going on five, but that's in the gay mm-hmm. world. In the gay world, that's, that's 20 right. years, you know. That's, you know, because our mm-hmm. world is so sexual, it's such a, a, a mm-hmm. high sexual driven um, community, you know, but when you have intimacy and you have conversation, you know, me and my partner, we communicated with each other, you know, verbally and also through email and through, through social media, 
you know, for mm-hmm. months before we even got into talking about sex. We didn't even talk about sex when I first met him physically, you know, in person. Yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. our our minds were, were stimulated by the conversations we would have late at night or the conversation we would have in the middle of the day when I'm not busy. You know, those little moments build up to that one moment for us to actually finally get intimate with each other. It was like we've known each other for so long because we built that right. trust and we built that, that, that sense of comfort earlier on in our mm-hmm. relationship. You know, so it's very That's important amazing. because if it's man on man or woman on woman or it doesn't matter what That's it right. is, wherever it comes from, it has to be communication. Everything has to have communication in order for it to work. And you know what? I can honestly say to Dion, being around you and, and your your maid, and I won't say his name, we'll just keep that private, but it is a, it's wonderful to watch, just the connection. I always tell you, you know, we always joke about it, like, oh, my God, you guys are yeah. like us. It's, it's so beautiful to watch. It's when you are intimately connected, you can you could almost think for that person. You know the things that they want, they like, they desire, food, the taste that they'll have. Oh, yes. my babe won't like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my babe wants peach juice. Oh, he wants that kind of drink, mm-hmm. or she wants this kind of mm-hmm. this, you know, and, and you're connected. So please, you guys out there, Make sure that you keep an intimacy on the forefront of your relationships, no matter, like I said, if it's with your significant other, with your best friend, with somebody that, yep. you know, a colleague or someone you care about, make sure. And and lastly, I'm going to say in my book at the beginning, I talk about what is intimacy. And it basically, intimacy is, you know, um, it's a close familiarity or friendship of closeness, the intimacy between a husband and a wife or people in general. Intimate relationships play a central role in the overall human experience. Humans have a general desire to belong and to love, which is usually satisfied within an intimate relationship. Intimate relationships involve physical and sexual attraction between two people, liking, loving, and romantic feelings, as well as sexual relationships. The seeking of one or more mates and emotional and personal support for the members. Intimate relationships provide a social network for people that provide strong emotional attachments and fulfill our universal need of belonging and the need to be cared for. Intimacy generally refers to the feeling of being in a close personal association and belonging together. It is a familiar and very close effective connection with another as a result of a bond that is formed through knowledge and experience of the other. What did you just say, Dion? You see what I mean? Oh my God. You guys were able to spot on. <laughs> it's spot on. And then genuine intimacy in human relationships requires dialogue, which again mm-hmm. is conversation, transparency, vulnerability. You have to be vulnerable in anything that you do if you really want that realness, that wholeness. I'm vulnerable. When you see me on our show, I know that I'm pretty much opening my life up to the world for people to see. That's right. And the vulnerability of being in a relationship and telling someone I love you and I want to be your friend for the rest of my life or I want to be your wife for the rest of my life, you're vulnerable at that moment and you're letting them know that, look, I do care and my feelings are involved. So your, your vulnerability is sexy in itself. And then it, said, it it goes on to really talk about it. it. It's 
just such an amazing thing. I won't continue reading it. You definitely need to pick up the book. Again, it's called Sexual Relations, A His and Hers Guide to Finding Greater Intimacy and Moving Right Along because we've got a bunch of different stuff to talk. You know, we can talk about this all night, Dean. You already know. Okay. My God. Everything. Yes. Intimacy <laughs> is everything. But, everything. But you know what? Jumping right in to... Fashion is very, very important for people to wear what going into the spring, Dan? Oh, my God. Let me give you guys the tea on the three top trends. Okay, so coming up this summer, there's going to be nothing but bold colors, pastel colors, and we're also going to see a lot of metallics and silvers and sequins um, coming Mm -hmm. up this next season. And I, I think those those are something that you can find, you know, everyone can find their niche. They can they can wear a bold mm-hmm. color, they can wear a pastel color, or if you feel like you want to wear a little more fancy gloss prints, you can do a sequence, you know. So these trends is definitely mm-hmm. already showing up on our red carpets, and uh, I'm really excited about it. You know what? I really feel like this, too, Dion. What is that? What's my thing? I always say, if you like it, wear it. I love fashion. I've been a fashion designer for over 15 years. I've put my clothes on the backs of not only NBA wives, but celebrities and, you know, general women along the way. And me wearing my own clothes as well, I know what it's like to wear quality designer fashion. But at the same time, I feel like fashion is what you make it. Everybody's individual style is what's sexy to me. I love, love, love when a girl can put herself together in a way that makes her feel beautiful and she walks into the room and commands that mf with nothing but exactly. sexiness and confidence and it's like, what? So that's what I love and that's what gets me going. And then when a man can put on a pair of jeans and don't put on some nice Timberland boots or just some boots, period, and just he's clean and he got his hair just Fresh. trimmed up nice and yeah. He, yeah, and he smells good Smelling and you don't know, have to try my yeah. hair right God <laughs> and then the t-shirt is crisp and you know what I mean yes. and then his yes. belt just hanging about his pants ah, that is just so yes. fly to me and that's style to me that's fashion to me you know a nice jacket remember back in the day when members only was out kitchen they said yes. members only on yes. the front Yes, yes. I really yes, think those, those. Are some fly ass jackets. I'm gonna bring them back, but I'm gonna do it with my my swing coming up here this year, and I'm gonna make my own line of women's member only jackets. And they for these oh, badass chicks out here that's loving their body, because you know that's what I'm about, Dion. You know we all about that. Yeah, you as well. Love your you body. Saying and going around the country, you know, doing the book signings and talking about it, and really pushing that. This is something that I want to do special for the ladies because a lot of girls nowadays, this generation, they ain't even hip to members-only jackets. Like, if I do it with my own kind of, like, swing to it with that Jackie Christie thing, it's going to be hot. So I'm going to definitely Oh, it's going to be hot. Now, it's going to be a hit. You like it? You like that? Uh, so I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to jump right on into beauty. And let me just say, beauty again is not just skin deep. I'm telling you right now, beauty comes from the inside. Would you agree, Dion? I totally agree. Beauty is something that you can't be taught. Beauty is something you're born mm-hmm. with. You know, it's it's, it's it something is. that you know you feel in the inside, and it's just it, you're you're able to express it on the outside a lot more when you realize that you have beauty within. And you know, it's funny because there's I've seen, and I'm not gonna name nobody, but 
I mean, gorgeous women, if you look at them aesthetically, right, their features. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. their personality makes them not as pretty because they might be mean-spirited or whatever. Now, I don't take nothing away from a woman defending herself. If she's put in a situation and she has to defend herself, well, there's nothing mean-spirited about that. That's defending yourself. We're all taught that. Exactly. As, as children, you don't want to be getting mistreated and mis, you know misused and disrespected. But I'm saying if you're a beautiful person on the inside, it doesn't really, your outer appearance really is not as important. I'm not saying it's not important. Mm-hmm. It's not as important. Mm-hmm. Somebody can look past that, you know, oh, well, they might not have the perfect features or they might not have a pointed nose or they might not have a big round booty or they might not have this and this and this, but they're so sweet and they, you know, they fall in love with you anyway is what I'm saying. So don't be so vain. And I think a lot of ladies are sometimes a little vain. And I just want every woman to know you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, just the way you are. And, of course, we can do enhancements to ourselves. So, you know, we can, you know, put on makeup. We can get our nails done. We can get our hair done. We can put the heels on, all of that stuff. None exactly. of any of that. I'm just saying, even if you want to put on a sweatsuit, I want you to still feel gorgeous and sexy and beautiful. My husband tells me all the time, I love you just the way you are. So it doesn't really right. matter whether you wear, you know, a fancy dress or whether you're comfortable in, you know, leggings and, and barefoot or walking around the house in your bathroom. As long as you, you know, clean and fly and happy with yourself, you're a beautiful person. So I want you guys to That's all feel right. that way. That's right. You, you, you definitely exude it from within. You know, but I also want to do it on, on the flip side of that. A lot of women, they're afraid to wear makeup or they're afraid to wear hair extensions. Mm-hmm. Because they, it takes mm-hmm. away from their natural their natural beauty. No, those things are accessories. Those things are put out there for you to emphasize and bring out the beauty that you already have. You know, and so don't be afraid, ladies, to to put on a little makeup to just em- embrace your look, whatever it is. If it's your lips or if it's your your cheekbones, you know, don't be afraid to put mm-hmm. on a highlight just to to bring out that beauty from within. Because sometimes. You can feel like you're beautiful in the inside, but you have a, a certain way of uh, or a hard time making yourself look beautiful on the outside. So those things are out there for you mm-hmm. to emphasize mm-hmm. and to accessorize. Don't be afraid to put on a little lip, even if you have on, you know, a jogging suit. Don't be afraid to, yeah. you know, walk out the house with no makeup on and just have a little eyeliner. Those things add a, a personal touch, and it's something that you can do whether you're at home or if you're out on the street. You can still be beautiful, ladies. It doesn't matter. Just be your authentic self. That's right. I agree with you 100%. And men, you, you know, we're not leaving you out. You're beautiful, too. We're going to leave you, know, you out. We whatever you, you do, out. just, yeah. And as long as, you know, everybody is just groomed. And like I said, cleanliness is godliness to me, and it's very, very important and I love, love, love to smell nice. I love to have my my different favorite oil scents. You already know how I am. I'm not going to go down that path right now talking about scents, but I'm very into exotic colognes and body oils and all of that stuff. Whenever I travel abroad, I always pick up nice stuff for myself and my husband. But you can find beautiful stuff even here. You know, they have it everywhere, so make sure you pick you up some. And then, you know, just jumping into sports real quick because we got about 15 minutes with y'all and I really, really, really wanted to touch on like a couple of 
you know, hot topics in that area. The Kings did not win tonight. And I'm like, oh, my Kings. Oh, no. But that's okay. You know, you win some, you lose some. But, you know, the most important thing is that they're out there playing. It's a fresh new team. They're growing every day in leaps and bounds. You know what I'm saying? Dion, what's your favorite sport? My favorite sport has to be, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up around a lot of sports and uh-huh. I really wasn't a sports fan to begin with, but growing mm-hmm. up, I had to be Chicago Bulls. It had to be basketball. You know, I, I love the mm-hmm. sport of basketball. I think it's, it's an awesome sport. It's something that you can watch. And even if you don't know what's going on, you're still being entertained. Um, so yeah. I absolutely love basketball. Okay. Well, mine is basketball, too. You already know. And not just because Doug mm-hmm. plays and Dougie plays. I just love it. I think it's a fast-paced, sexy sport. It's fun to watch. It's exciting. I went to games for, what, 13 and a half, 14 years while Doug played. I didn't miss but probably a handful all those years. I just love it. I love the energy inside of the energy with the yelling and the screaming and all the people. And it's just a different crowd at a basketball game. I've been to football games as well. I've been to, you know, baseball and all of that, and they're great. I love them all. But basketball is close to my heart. It's the way they run up and down the court, and it's fast-paced. And on top of that, I love those crazy last-minute shots, like, you know, when they – you know, you think right. the game is going to go one way and it's, you know, somebody's up by four and all of a sudden there's only nine seconds left in the game and they go and then somebody fouls them and they get the two free throws but they miss one and then all of a sudden it's only up by three and then you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just that whole energy. You never know which way the game is going to end. On top of that, if you happen to have an interest in one of the teams, like a family member or your husband or whatever it is, a brother or sister, I know about the level because yeah. for me, Oh, Dion, we were supposed to win that, 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 we won the conference and stuff a couple years in a row, like that whole Western Conference uh, thing, we would win that, but then when we would go to get to the game, to go to the championship, oh my God, the feeling it is when you, a, a game away or a second away and that ball goes in, oh my God. And it's so I can crazy. only imagine. Ah, you just what? want to, it's like the air comes out of you and you're, you just, you just don't really know. It's everything slows down, and the whole arena. I'm talking twenty some thousand people screaming and hollering and running around. The the team is in chaos. You looking for your yes. specific person? Yes. Their eyes is, you know, like you know everybody shook. It's like what the hell yes. just happened? Like, like the energy's crazy with basketball. But I'm gonna jump right into the scores for tonight, and um, it looks like the Pacers beat the Bucks. The Timberwolves beat the Cavaliers. The Rockets beat the Bulls. The Clippers beat the Hawks. Um, there is um, a couple other games going on. The Raptors beat the Nets. The Pelicans beat the Pistons. The Spurs beat um, the Kings by seven. Um, the Warriors beat the Nuggets by, it looks like, ten. Um, and then there's a couple games that's going to be happening um, tomorrow, so make sure you guys you know tune in for those. And then about Alabama. You heard, you heard they won, right? Their football thing what? for the college? Yes. yes Alabama. Alabama. Go, go, go. I know. Isn't that something? I'm like, oh, I was supposed to be going back there to do a play in, um, coming up in March, but I'm not sure because I think I'll be working. But, yeah, they, they actually won. The football team, the Crimson's, they won. So I know they're excited and it's a big deal for them. So um, now we would jump 
and we got to talk about the Golden Globes. Oh, my God. Yes, I can't wait. Oprah Uh, Winfrey killed it. She killed it with her speech. It was amazing. I thought everybody on there looked amazing. Um, I will say my favorite dress of the night, it actually wasn't the black dresses. It was an actress. Really? I don't remember her name, but it was red. I sent it to you. It was red, and it had a high split-up thigh. Yes. Oh, I got to send it to you. I loved her dress. I'm not saying, you know, the the whole meaning behind it. I loved all black, and, you know, the time is up. Of course, I stand with that. But I'm saying with the red dress, if I'm looking at fashion, if I'm looking at what I like the most out of the style, it would be that red dress. And then I really, really, really thought that um, Mary J. Blige's dress was beautiful, too. Yes, you, know, you, you you hit it you hit it right on the head for me. Um, definitely Oprah wearing black Versace, custom made Versace oh, yes. from head to toe. Oh, yes. I thought that was oh, a yes. stunning look with the cold shoulder. Everything from top to bottom was just really really graceful and, and, and powerful. So it went with the theme of the night. I thought the night mm-hmm. was awesome. Mm-hmm. The theme was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zoe Kravitz in St. Laurent, 2018, rocking it with mm-hmm. some incredible emerald earrings. I'm not sure if you noticed, but all throughout oh, yeah. the night, the theme was emerald earrings. Yeah, emerald. Emerald, emerald necklace. Emerald. Emerald, just everything emerald, which is a, a godly you know, statement piece yeah. for women yeah. to wear. And it's beautiful. Zoe Kravitz wore it so mm-hmm. well. I, I think she went mm-hmm. very, very simple with her dress, um, but her mm-hmm. look in total was just a complete, soft, timeless look. And then I had to go uh-huh. with Mary J. Blige in Alberta Ferretti, 2018. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. She's right on trend. You know, she has on the Mary velvet, the black, but it's a mix of the metallic, you know, tweed that is just awesome on her. I think she looks flawless mm-hmm. and fresh as well. So, we kind of was thinking the same. You know, Oprah and Mary J. Blige did their thing, and Zoe Kravitz for me, for sure. Okay, and guess what, Dion? We cannot leave out Carrie Washington. She was killing it with her scandal attire. You know I love yes. her in black anyway, and she killed it. But guess what? Issa. Issa was beautiful. Did you see? Oh, Issa. You didn't yes. see Issa. Issa. Yes. I did see Issa. Honey, listen. With what that leg, you? she yes. looks so beautiful. She looks so gorgeous. And, you know, she's known for being the black awkward girl. But mm-hmm. in this sense, yeah, she's, she's now Hollywood. You know, she, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's she's very, very, uh, you know, she had a little cape. Did you notice the cape on, on the back? The cape was just yes. one of those simple little things that you, you may miss if you don't pay attention. But that little cape, honey, mm-hmm. it gave her the drama and it gave her the, the mm-hmm. dramatics that she needed. It was awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Josephine's, oh, my God, with his all black on black, and then he had the nurse to put the black satin bow tie. I doubt that he has the black pocket square in satin to match it. So, you know, it was the different tones of black that set it off. So, you know, I had to exactly. send a picture to my husband because I'm like, oh, my God, baby, look. And I love when Doug wears black. The contrast to his skin tone is just amazing. Any man, it looks really good on you, especially if you wear different layers of black. If you wear the, yeah. the satin and the lighter color and then you got the, the, the black on, you know, that jet, jet, jet black. And don't put no velvet with it. Just slap Oh, the velvet, the velvet just going to take you out. Uh, the velvet would take, take you, you out, out honey. Okay. Woo. Take yes. you out. And Sterling Brown had the nerves to come up on here with this with this 
black velvet tuxedo jacket, and it had the satin mm-hmm. lapels mm-hmm. on the front. Oh, my God. Okay, and it just, with the white shirt and the black bow tie, it was such a clean look for the men there. I was like, everybody yeah, really crisp. done a damn good job. Like, really? And I even thought she was her, too. She looked pretty, too. Huh? Carmen looked so fresh. He looked so clean. I didn't see Carmen. He looked oh, Carmen was gorgeous and all black. You oh, know, I had to see black it. I had to see it. Suit from head to toe. He he just he really shined tonight. I thought he looked really awesome. Wow, Carmen. Okay. Well, oh, and you know what? One other person we forgot. The Rock. He always kills it though. He oh, looked yeah. absolutely amazing up there, and his daughter did a very good job. You know what I'm saying? As one of the Golden Globe girls, it was just really a good Golden Globes. It was fresh. It was new. Nicole Kidman. You don't just set it on fire. Out of all the dresses, Stunning. I would have worn her dress. I would have worn Nicole Kidman's dress was beautiful. Was very, very, very. But you know who had a really, really good dress as well is Reese Witherspoon. Oh. She looked so. I didn't good. see Reese. Oh, she looked. I don't oh, know. You, you know, I kept looking out and. What? It was good. Mm-mm. It was it was stunning, just timeless. It was a timeless. Now, can I give you my worst dress? I mean, I, I'm not even. I'm not okay. really. You know, just I, I just Ooh. can't. You know, leave this conversation without Ooh. talking about Angelina Jolie. I felt like her look was. Um, it to me, it just wasn't mm-hmm. as. Yeah, you know, it came oh, off a little. She's such a pretty lady old Hollywood. Too. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. gorgeous, but it was old Hollywood for me. I, I I didn't expect her to come out looking like Elizabeth Taylor wearing that that <gasps> that that dress that she had on. It it just you know it, it just it just wasn't a good look. I'm sorry, I have to pass on that. Oh my God. Sorry, Angie. Well, sorry, listen. girl, you tried. <laughs> I will say that I want all the women out there to understand that you are beautiful. I wrote a book called Proud to Be a Colored Girl, and this is the song to it. I have an artist named Bobby Tinsley um, that is signed to our record label, and he created this song for me. We talked about what I wanted, and I think he really engulfed it. You guys might have heard it before, but I definitely want you to hear it now as we leave the show. It has been amazing catching up with you all. If you didn't get to jump on the conversation, I hope you were able to at least sit back, kick your feet up, and you know listen to it and tune in with us every week. But I will end this on Proud to be a Colored Girl, and the song is called Colored Girl. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Dion. It was a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you.
I'm a shorty. I'm a shorty. All around the world. All around the world. Girl, singing now. 